Welcome to Soulful Living Podcast. I'm Sun. This series is about the journey to intuitive healing and living in optimal health. Welcome to another week of Soulful Living Podcast. In today's episode, I thought I'd give some information on a case study I've been doing as part of completing the final assessment of my vegan nutritionist course. It's a fitting choice as I've decided to officially wrap up this podcast, well for now. I think there's enough information in my episodes to help anyone who might be transitioning to a vegan lifestyle or want to know more about Ayurveda and of course my favorite topics, candida and autoimmune disorders. However, what I've decided to do is probably break this final episode up into two parts because there's so much to cover. So while this is the end of this series, I can't say I won't come back because I may come back and add more episodes or even start another podcast if I think the topic is of interest. I want to say thank you to all my loyal listeners and for those that have dropped by. You've made it a worthwhile experience and given me so much to talk about. If you do want to get in touch with me and ask me any questions or have suggestions, please do DM me on Instagram. It's simply the easiest way to reach out and I always read every single one of your messages. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Soulful Living. As you would know from my previous episodes, I lived in India for almost seven years and in a couple of months, I'm very excited because I'm going to be heading back there and officially making it my home. And that's because it does feel like home. I ended up in India as part of my yoga teacher training in 2014 and without going into the details again, I basically ended up living there. As the rules for foreigners staying there permanently actually doesn't exist, I guess I just saw myself living a bohemian life with India as my base. But 15 months ago, I came to Mexico which was in December 2020, the year the pandemic hit. I actually had no reason to leave India except that I followed my gut instinct. In fact, I told all of my friends that exact same thing. I knew I had to go, but I didn't exactly know why I had to go. I'm here has turned out to be one of healing. It is not what I expected at all, but it has turned out to be. And I only really realized that probably a couple of months ago, around the same time that I decided um, to go back to India. And maybe it got me thinking about, you know, what it was that I had come here for that I wasn't aware of. The thing is, I actually thought I'd healed much of, well, pretty much all of my trauma but in 2017, I spent the entire year in a very toxic relationship that eventually I came out of in 2018. And I'd really changed because of it. After spending so many years learning tons and tons of techniques and dealing with my earlier life, I didn't really recognize this at first until I came to Mexico. 
It wasn't obvious at first, but it was there and preventing me from letting my light shine through. Now, with a name like Sun, it's pretty hard to be a negative withdrawn person, but that's what I've become in these last 15 months. When I finally realized this was happening to me, I I was so surprised how opposite I have become to how I was or am as a person, the true self of me. And I guess when I first arrived here, I was fostering loads of dogs. Like I had seven dogs at one time and my dog bear was fine and he dealt with it, but I didn't realize how much he really enjoyed the company because when I stopped fostering, he started to get really depressed. He now spends most of his time, like most of his day dealing with just me and we go for a walk two times a day and he's really happy. But as soon as he comes back home, he's just miserable. And when he's in India, he's happy because he's around so many other dogs because of all the animal work that I do there. And because of that, I realized there were reasons why I thought I should go back for myself. But it's always been about Bear. The thing is, the more I started thinking about India, the more homesick I got. I wanted to leave a few months ago, then Omicron hit, and then Canada truckers who were protesting, making flights even harder because I have to go through Canada to get back to India. And now it's the war with Russia and Ukraine. I have set a date though, but I won't be tough on myself if I have to wait a little bit longer because of all these obstacles, but at least now I have my goal set. And tomorrow I'm very happy to say that we're off to do Bear's paperwork or get the ball rolling on that. I want to talk a little bit about India and why I love it so much. I guess it's because it is full of magic. Well, it's actually just a very magical place, like full of wonder. But where I live, there is a beautiful community of people from around the world so much so that they have an international school there. It is where my studies of yoga therapy, holistic medicine, and energy healing really began. It's also where I realized that all the health issues I'd had throughout my life could be cured. India saved me, and I mean that in more ways than one. I really did need to leave, though, to understand, well, yeah, just to kind of understand it, It wasn't the first time, though, that I've left India. I moved to Israel with the man, the toxic man. Living in Israel, I did love it, and I was there for about 10 months. Um, But around that 10-month mark, the reason why I decided to leave was and head back to India with my dog was to begin a new chapter of my life teaching in yoga schools. It was a great feeling to be putting all my knowledge and training into helping others. That's kind of why I started this podcast, because I wanted to reach more people with that knowledge. There was also another time that I tried to leave India, which was back in 2016, so we're working backwards here, and I'd fallen in love with Italy on a visa run that I did, and I spent probably, in total, probably about three months there, but it was in different, it was in two visits, with a space of only a couple of weeks in between. But something always brought me back to India, and that's the thing. Every time I've tried to leave, even this time I thought it was going to be, no, this is it, I'm going to be leaving, and I may go back for holidays or something like that, but I don't think I'll ever move there again. Well, of course, that's changed. The very first time that I left in 2016 on my first visa run was to Sri Lanka, and I didn't plan to stay more than a couple of weeks, and I ended up staying for nearly three months because I 
got some work as a yoga teacher there. A few months ago was actually when I realized all of this. In fact, in 2020, I started uploading to my YouTube channel all of my adventures since leaving Australia in 2014. It was more as a keepsake for me, but then I realized it was actually a way to heal. So each episode contained a snapshot of what I'd been doing or going through at the time and included photos and videos into each of my episodes. When I got to the part about my ex, I breathed heavily into it and discovered that it was something very similar to journal writing or art therapy and a great way to release everything. I've since unlisted those videos though um, on YouTube as it doesn't really work well for the algorithm I'm trying to achieve with the channel. Sorry, I'm off topic again. So since realizing all this stuff, I've come to the understanding that India is my true home in my heart. Um, By the way, I do love Australia for many reasons, but I just don't want to live there. And I think the appeal of India, especially where I live, is because it reminds me of life as I remember as a child. While technology is the same as anywhere else in the world, it still holds the culture with high regard. And I really hope it remains to do so for some time yet. I like to consider myself and my life as always evolving. I have a thirst for knowledge and learning new things and oddly enough that has made me a good teacher. When I look back at various sections of my life I realize that it's all been one big path with little stepping stones that have got me to where I am now. But that doesn't mean it's over yet and in fact I'm very excited to start this new chapter of my life and to have stepped back into my power finally. A few weeks back, I had a dream, or maybe it was actually a nightmare, but it got me working on my shadow self and loads of stuff rushed to the surface that was really just a continuation, a kind of final step, if you will, in discovering what I needed to do for myself that would make me whole. Sounds weird, but, and it actually is very weird to say that I am whole because I have didn't realize that I haven't been whole. So anyway, because I'm not you know, a whole person, well, now that I've done this work, I realize I can be, and that has brought the light back into my heart and especially my smile. I'm finding myself walking when I go for walks with my dog, just smiling because, and it's amazing how the thoughts just disappear, that as soon as you smile, you get out of your head. Highly recommend it. Probably look a bit strange when I'm walking down the street with a, I guess, a huge smile on my face for no reason to other people. Okay, I'm now filled with purpose, but as if I have a knowing and understanding of myself that I knew just needed a little shove to get her back. I feel really at peace with my past, and without it, I would not be who I am. I have to admit, it tormented me and nearly killed me but it shaped me into searching deeper to find answers and to own my power finally. So this time in Mexico has been rewarding on so many levels. Apart from what I've mentioned, I've also studied vegan nutrition and very pleased to be finishing that off in the coming weeks and getting my diploma soon. With my Ayurveda yoga therapy and now nutrition behind me, I feel I can turn this into something. 
With my return to India, this will also be a new experience as I start my journey putting all my healing and nutrition methods into a business model, which I plan to eventually work on developing into a full healing center. I guess as I have a great affiliation and appreciation of healthy food and eating habits, I will be incorporating some of my recipes into products that can be purchased, which I'm I'm really excited about because I've been working on some very simple recipes, having healthy eating habits, so therefore cooking healthier food. I'm vegan, I'm gluten-free, so the dishes I make are not just vegan. And the market is quite small for that, but also there's a lot of people that are doing it. So what I've been doing is I've created some very basic things that I'm going to sell in this kitchen, this vegan kitchen, which is going to be called Soulful Kitchen. And it will just sell fermented things like um, I've been working on these amazing um, pickles uh, like uh, mustard pickles or bread and butter pickles. I've been doing pickle beetroot, kimchi and what else have I done? I think that's it for the pickled stuff. And then I've been doing my cheeses and I'm about to start working on aged cheese and I've found a way to do that. And so I'm going to start that tomorrow, which I'm also looking so forward to trying this new method. And then I'll just have like my cakes, uh, just some basic things. I've done a keto crunch, which is really simple. My brownies are really popular. My vegan ice cream is really popular. So it will be kind of things like that and just keep expanding on it, but keeping it very simple, things that I can make ahead and not have to be making meals as such and nothing complicated because being there, done that. To be honest, I, I really have to say this is, it's just getting me so excited and full of joy to be about to do this and this idea that I have has been floating around in my head for such a long time so it's really a long overdue to get off the ground as part of that evolution my nutrition diploma will sit in nicely with my other skills and that's why in this season's finale episode or episodes I wanted to share my my case study with you So, of course, I won't be using the real name of the person, so we're just going to simply call her Jane. Jane is a 28-year-old female who, over the course of several years in her 20s, has gained more than 30 kilos. Her height is 170 centimeters and her weight is just tipping at 100 kilos, which is actually considered obese. Now, there are contributing factors to her weight gain and poor eating habits. In my initial consultation with Jane, a lot of issues came up as to why her health was so poor and why she was not meeting her nutritional requirements. Oddly enough, she was actually not eating enough, but the food she was eating was not good for her or not giving her the nutritional value that it should be. She was even aware of this, but she was unable to change these habits herself without guidance. In addition to her initial assessment, I also created an Ayurvedic analysis. In addition to her initial nutrition assessment, I also created an Ayurveda analysis. Jane's body seemed to have a lot of inflammation, and based on her current diet, this made perfect sense. I wanted to create food choices for her that would help to reduce inflammation in the body 
and also give her a healthier lifestyle, which eventually would mean she was most likely going to lose weight. The main thing I noticed was that she had a lot of intolerances, including meat and dairy. So a healthy vegan diet would be a great option for her. However, she also has a wheat allergy, so that needed to be considered when choosing ingredients. Jane's focus is now on eating much healthier than she has been, and after assessing her food diary, it was definitely apparent that she was actually not eating enough, and she's been choosing foods that are high in sodium and calories but low in essential nutrients like iron and vitamin A. In fact, her diet is very high in fat and carbs, but extremely low in protein. You'd actually be surprised how, by increasing protein, a body can change so much. Jane's main complaint was that she was also fatigued a lot of the time and that she didn't like vegetables very much. I wanted to create a meal plan and recipes that would fit in with her allergies, intolerances, as well as increase her protein and iron levels to meet her daily requirements. My analysis of the meal plan I created meant that her vitamin B levels would actually go from being quite high to being extremely low, in fact, almost zero. In this case, I'd probably recommend vitamin B supplements. However, I did include a vegan Parmesan cheese recipe, which would be made with quite a lot of nutritional yeast in it. And by adding one to two tablespoons of this a day to her food would also increase her vitamin B12 levels to what she needed for the day. The only supplements I felt Jane probably should consider taking would be vitamin D as she rarely spends any time outside in the sun. My aim was also to incorporate more vegetables that were hidden in the meals or easier to eat mixed in with other ingredients. Jane was actually eating a lot of takeaway foods and pre-prepared meals, so I wanted to incorporate meals that would be appealing to her, that would not involve a lot of her time, but that she could still feel as if she was eating out. I wanted the meal prep to be universal where she could use some of the same ingredients in more than one recipe. I came up with a very cool little recipe um, for baked tofu and it kind of tasted a little bit like um, pizza topping. So as she said that she loved pizzas, I thought this would be a really versatile recipe for her and because it can be added to anything as a pizza topping or a snack or just to throw on a sandwich even or to starter or a wrap or anything like that. The same with the five minute spinach dish, which can also be added to various meals. The only vegetables Jane said she liked were tomato, onion, and spinach. It was actually very difficult to come up with stuff. So when I got my recipes and the meal plan together, I did actually put it into Chronometer to make sure that it would still meet the nutritional value because of the fact of having to be so limited with vegetables. And I was extremely happy for her that she would have a meal plan that she didn't really have to think much about the nutrients. It was already done for her. Being a student, Jane has also recently started her master's. I did try to make sure that I limited the amount of cooking time and recipes during the weekdays and left the more time-consuming recipes for the weekend meals. Now, in the show notes, I'm going to leave um, the recipes and the meal plan so you can get an idea of what they look like. And obviously, you can use them as well. But um, yeah, they'll be in the show notes so that you can see what I came up with. The main aim was to get her on a high protein and high iron diet and hoping that this would, or definitely knowing that this would help her with her fatigue because it was so low in her initial assessment. 
Jane was really pleased with the recipes I chose and especially the weekly planner. The only thing she said was missing was more chocolate, though she was actually concerned about whether she was going to be able to cook so much because she currently wasn't really cooking. But she was happy that the recipe choices were actually very easy and quick. She also liked that the meals I chose in the week were faster to make and using leftovers on the following day, making it less kitchen time preparing the meals. Jane did forget to tell me that she detests bananas and that even to come into contact with the smell of them makes her nauseous. It was apparently a childhood trauma experience, so I adjusted the smoothies that used bananas and replaced them with other fruits and included chia seeds so that the consistency was thicker, just like a banana would do. The support Jane felt she needed during the transition was for me to be available. Her busy schedule and lack of cooking skills made her feel she needed that support more than maybe others would. And of course, I that's part of what I do, so that was absolutely no problem. Due to her also moving house and getting COVID during this time, we agreed it was okay to take a little longer before I checked in with her so that she could get on track. She did want to be able to call or email me when she started the weekly plan, and she said her family were supportive, but they were curious. And she comes from a very meat-eating orientated um, family as well, so it was good that they were curious and supportive. Eventually, Jane was able to get underway, and the results have been tremendous and with the typical side effects obviously one might feel when changing their diet she did notice that she was a little bit more fatigued than normal for a few days and that her bowel movement started to become more regular after a few days so she was suffering from constipation before that so in the end her fatigue went away and she found that her skin cleared up a lot she had she suffers from eczema and asthma and um, takes a lot of medication because of that. So she did find that as a result of changing her diet, that this definitely was an improvement. And I would personally like to see that she doesn't have to rely on medication in the long term and that maybe her diet will help to change these things. So Jane loved the recipes and um, she's definitely got more energy than she had before, which she was really happy about. And she's now started to get in the swing of her meal prep and searching for recipes herself. I will continue to support and monitor her progress. But as I said before, I couldn't be happier that she has turned her health around. Well, that's it. My final episode for a while. I'm thinking that maybe in the future I will do some more case studies uh, and share them with you. So that will give me the opportunity to focus on my nutrition business to help the world get healthier. And if you would like to be one of my clients, please contact me through um, or DM me on Instagram. It's the simplest and easiest way to reach out. I always read my messages and I would love to be able to help anyone that is struggling with their diet or healthier lifestyle choices. So again, thank you for listening and being part of this journey. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Take care, lovelies. So I hope you live your life in good health, eat lightly, breathe deeply, live moderately, cultivate cheerfulness, and maintain an interest in life. Namaste.
Until then, take care, lovelies.